0: Hello and welcome to another episode of Deep End with Ed podcast. On this podcast, we want to talk about certainty during times of uncertainty. However, before we jump into the deep end, I want to give you a lifeguard tower moment. By the end of this week, I want you to pay it forward. Specifically, what I mean is that I want you to pay for someone else's coffee their breakfast, their lunch, their grocery, or uh, give a service worker a surprising tip. You don't have to do all of them, (laughs) but I want you to really go out of your way to help someone in an unusual way. I want you to surprise someone. I want you to make somebody's day. And then, secondly, I don't want you to go and talk about it. I don't want you to place it on social media. I don't want you to call anyone and tell anybody what you did. I want it to just happen. And you'd be surprised how well that would make you feel. So, again, pay it forward. Now, let's jump into The Deep End with Ed. The Deep End. The Deep End. The Deep End. With Ed Robinson. The Deep End. Again, we're talking about certainty during times of uncertainty. And when you think about all of the things that are happening in our lives, when at the time of this recording, there was a tragic earthquake in Haiti, a 7.2 magnitude that is, in nearly uh, 1,300 people at this point had uh, passed away so such a sad thing in our hearts and prayers are out for those who have been impacted in even surrounding countries so as a person of faith I always look to the scriptures for hope and for help and I want to share one scripture which you found in uh, the book of Philippians the fourth chapter and the sixth verse it says be careful for nothing but in everything by prayer and supplication With thanksgiving, let your requests be made known unto God. Paul is telling us to be not careful. When he's saying careful, he's using a Greek word that has to do with anxious, worry, stress, overwhelmed, uh, beat down, so to speak. So he says, be careful for nothing. But he says in everything by prayer. Prayer is just communicating with God as if I'm talking uh, through this microphone now. By prayer and then supplication, that word supplication has to do with making it specific, a specific request. And then he says, when you do it, he says, we ought to do it with thanksgiving. And I know sometimes they are very difficult times, uh, times of uncertainty, and it seems like it's hard to be able to be thankful during difficult times. But um, there is a way in which you can do that, and so he said, "Being thankful, let your request be made known unto God." So you may be a recent graduate, and you're under, uh, you're uncertain about what's next for you. Maybe you were recently divorced, or you were married and or divorced, and you find yourself in new territory, or perhaps maybe you started a new job or you open a business. And are a little bit hesitant about things. You might be facing a serious health issue. You may feel alone. Maybe you're returning to in-person work uh, after being off for nearly a year and a half. And you don't know what to expect. You could have been asked to fill a void and you feel a little bit inadequate or you may feel like you're leaving a comfort zone and you're starting from ground zero. You know, the list can go on and on and on. But parenthetically, I want you to know that there is hope for your future. And when I think about what's happening and not only in the world, but even in my own personal life, you know, I'm in a time of transition during this time and there are certain things that are happening I uh, recently left uh, my pastorate or serving as a pastor of a church. It was a great opportunity, a great experience, but my season was up. And so now I'm at a point where I'm in a new uh, season. I'm in a new arena. I'm in a new perspective. And, um, you know, one of the things after uh, retiring from a... A large company and then leaving a church, one of the things that happens is that you no longer have a steady um, paycheck coming in. And so let me be real clear. I do have uh, uh, an individual retirement account, an IRA account, or IRA account, but you don't have the day-to-day funds coming in. And I got to tell you, since the age of 14, I've always worked. I worked, I worked my whole life and um now being someone just uh, uh in the in the uh who has lived through six centuries not six centuries <laughs> but through six decades uh it's a little bit different you know you don't have that that income coming in that you once had and so what does a person do at such a time like this when you look at what's happening with the pandemic and now the delta variant virus that is spreading and impacting individuals' lives across the United States. You know, it's a very daunting, it's a very challenging time, you know, as to what one should do. Do I send my children, grandchildren back to school or not? You know, do I take this career move or make this career move or do I stay where I am? So there's a lot of uncertainty that is facing a lot of individuals and those of you who are listening to this podcast you might be in the midst of the storm you might be in the midst of a very difficult daunting situation and you don't know what to say you don't know what to do you don't know where to turn you don't know how to react uh it's 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 daunting To say the least for everyone, from the student to the CEO, we all have challenges. We all have a host of things that we are uh, dealing with. And so my hope is over the next few minutes is just to share some information, some practical things for your consideration uh, to uh, take take into thought. And so I want to talk about uh, five ups, five ups, UP, five ups. The first one that I want to say when we're dealing with some difficult times is to stand up, It's to really, you know, stand up. And as a kid, as I mentioned on an earlier episode, I did amateur boxing and amateur boxing taught me one thing. One thing that I taught, thought I learned about amateur boxing is how to stand. That is to really make sure that my feet are in the right position so I can pivot. When a blow is coming at me, I can duck when a blow is coming at me, and I can respond when a blow is coming at me. And so uh, metaphorically, I just want to encourage someone who might be going through a very difficult time of uncertainty. The first thing that I want you to consider is to stand, up, to think about what it is that is driving that spirit of uncertainty, that is driving that fear, that is driving that anxiety, that is driving that Uh, worriedness and overwhelmness and just at a point where you just feel stuck is to stand up, to really just stand up. Stand up and look at yourself in the mirror and talk to yourself if need be. Say to yourself that I am more than enough. Say that I am special. Say that I am awesome. Say that I am great. Say that I can, uh, you know, make a difference in the things that I'm doing. Part of back to my boxing arena, we used to do shadow boxing where you stand in the front of a mirror and literally your hands are wrapped with the tape and you're literally like you're, you know, you're shadow boxing. You're, you know, you're looking at yourself and you're bobbing and weaving and you're, you know, you're throwing your jabs and your right crosses. And if you're a southpaw, your left crosses, whichever way. And so you get to the point where you're, um, you know, you, you, you can study yourself and you can see what's going on. And sometimes we just have to, as the words of the late, great Michael Jackson said, we have to look at the man or the woman in the mirror. So that's one thing that I want to say to someone is to stand up during the times of uncertainty. I have friends of mine who have shared with me that they when they get their mail, they don't like to open their mail. And it's not like they can't read. It's not like they don't have the ability or anything, but some of them are just overwhelmed. They say that it's just too much information coming in, and I don't have time to just sit down and read about this bill or to get overwhelmed about another bill. It's not a good, healthy approach to take, you know, to life. So that's one thing that I want to say is that's one of the S's is to stand up. Second thing that I want to offer for your consideration when we're dealing with times of uncertainty is to shake up, to shake up. Now, I like, I like um, stories, I like uh, props, I like metaphors, I like analogies and things of that nature. And most of you may be re, um, uh, remember or know the uh, toy that the kids play with, the little red thing called the Etch-A-Sketch. And most people know me, I actually have an Etch-A-Sketch used to carry it with me in my car to use it as a, an example or a prompt when I was trying to explain something to someone. And sometimes in our life, we mess up. Sometimes in our lives, we fall down. Sometimes in our lives, we make mistakes. Sometimes in our lives, we, uh, we blow it. Sometimes we just kind of, you know, don't know what else to do. And one thing I like about the Etch-A-Sketch is that you can take the Etch-A-Sketch and you take those two buttons and you turn them and you make those horizontal, those vertical lines and you could crisscross and connect. And if you get out of bounds a little bit, you can just shake that Etch-A-Sketch up and you can just kind of, you know, go and, and start all over again. Sometimes in our lives, we have to start over again. Sometimes we have to shake ourselves up. Sometimes we have to look back and see what's going on. I talked at my very first on my very first uh, podcast about limiting beliefs, how we garner and we hold on to those limited negative stories that someone had told us. We started believing in our, in, in believing in them ourselves, and thusly we stopped trying and we stopped trying, uh, moving forward and pressing forward with courage. And sometimes when we stop and we ask ourselves, "How true is this limited belief?" We realize that it really isn't as true as we thought it may have been. And so, yes, the world seemed like it's, you know, it's upside down and it seems like things are not the way that they used to be, could be, should be, but you can still shake yourself off. By getting up and saying to yourself that, you know what, this is going to be the best day for me in my life. I'm going to start all over again. I'm going to do a reset if necessary. And I'm going to make sure that I go out of my way to uh, be of service, be of help to someone else. And that's another thing I notice uh, when when you're shaking things up, when you're doing things a little bit different. Uh, you have the tendency to want to even think outside of yourself. So what can I do to help someone else who might be going through a struggle, who might be going through um, grief, someone who might be going through uh, a a serious illness? What can I do? So shake things up uh, just like that Etch-A-Sketch. You have an opportunity to do it again later. And I'm really excited to know that No matter uh, how um, difficult life has been, no matter uh, all of the errors, all of the things that I didn't get right the first time, I have an opportunity to shake things up, to start over again. And not only me, but you have the same opportunity also. Again, I'm just just sharing with you uh, pages from my life of things that I've done where I've really felt like I've blown it. And there's times where, uh, you know, I may have been out helping someone And I really just thought like, man, I wasn't effective or, you know, I may have been given a presentation, may have given a sermon, a homily or anything along those lines. And you just really feel like, man, you didn't really do a good job. And then somebody always comes through. It might be a day. It might be a week, a month later and say, hey, Ed, you know, that message, you know, that story, you know, that lesson, you know, uh, the podcast, whatever it is that you gave. It really helped me through a very difficult patch in my life. And so it just gives me the courage, it gives me the motivation to continue to keep going on. So again, when during times of uncertainty, uh during during times of, of difficulties, during times of uncertainty, and you're looking for uh, a certain, uh, and when you need a little bit of certainty in your life, first thing I said, stand up. Second thing I said is to shake up. And then the third thing that I say is to stir up. You know, stir up. Stir up just, you know, think about, I remember when I was a little boy and my mama would make those uh, cakes, and I don't know if they was Betty Crocker or I don't know what kind of creek cakes she was making but mama always had that batter in there and I would see mama put those eggs and she would put that flour and she'd put that milk in there and she would just stir things up and 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 the, the beauty that I enjoyed about it and I'm sure you did too is that mama would let me or my my siblings and I we would have an opportunity to lick the you know the the, the spoon and get the the sweetness of the batter that she had made uh, together and that was pretty exciting to do so. But when you see the raw eggs, when you see the flour, when you see the pet milk or whatever type of milk that she was putting in there, it didn't always look pretty. It didn't always look good. But I got to tell you, at the end result, when that cake came out of that 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 oven, that stove, and Mama was able to let it cool down. And I grew up, some of you, I'm going to go way back on some of y'all. O.G. Oh, I grew up on jelly cakes where mama would take sometimes we didn't have the frosting and mama would take that strawberry jelly or that grape jelly or whatever type of jelly she had peach jelly and she would put it on that cake some of you may have never even heard about someone doing that uh, but we actually uh, did that in our household Uh, but the fact of the matter is is that at the end result was that it turned out very well And so sometimes we have to stir up things in our minds. I believe that the biggest battleground, one of the biggest battlegrounds is in our minds. And often there is a battle that's always going on. There's a battle of negativity and there's a battle of positiveness. And imagine your mind being uh, like a factory and you go to a factory and usually inside a factory you have a foreman that's there or, or for a foreperson, someone who's in charge of the crew. And that person is the one who um, does all of the staffing, makes sure that all of the products and all of the uh, you know, equipment and everything is ready to go. They're in charge. They're large and in charge, so to speak. So imagine in our in our minds having two factories, two formants. That is, in the, in our, in the factories of our mind. The first formant that we have in our mind, metaphorically or symbolically, is uh, the negative formant. The negative formant will give you a million and one reasons why you cannot have certainty during uncertainty. We'll give you a million and one reasons why you will never lose weight. We'll give you a million and one reasons why you would not overcome your illness. We'll give you a million and one reasons why you'll never be able to respond back from a divorce. We'll give you a million and one reasons why you can't get back on your feet after filing bankruptcy. We'll give you a million and one reasons why you can never get a job. And the story can go on and on and on. And guess what? That line to me is a long line. Translated, there are a lot of people that stand in line in their minds to be rejected, to accept uh, rejection, to accept uh, negativity, to accept that I can't be uh, solid. I can't press forward. I can't make things happen. Uh, and they go along, you know, with what is happening. Well, and so think about this. On the other side of the mind's factory is positive, the positive formant. And the positive formant will give you a million and ten reasons why you can respond back from a divorce, bounce back from a divorce. Why you can get accepted into that college of your choice. Why you can start an effective business will give you a million and ten reasons why you can have restored health. But it all goes back to who are we going to believe, which mind are we going to uh, accept uh, to have the uh, overriding story and the outcome. And that's why, again, you hear me talk about a lot, rational, emotive therapy. It is a big word, but it simply means self-talk where you are talking to yourself, where you are encouraging yourself, where you are lifting up yourself, where you are stirring up yourself to be prepared to do whatever it is that you need to do. Often before speaking events, including broadcasts like a podcast, I usually psych myself up. I usually talk to myself beforehand, whether I'm sitting in the car, whether I'm sitting in the studio, or whether I'm sitting in a building or so, I always talk myself into a good day. It's going to be a good day. It's going to be a good podcast. It's going to be a good interview. It's going to be a good presentation. It's going to be a good, a good meeting. And yes, I do uh, espouse to the fact that a lot of people call me an eternal optimist. And yes, I do get down. I do get frustrated. I am human like anyone else. But I've learned different tools and modalities and strategies and plans how to uh, push forward when you feel a little bit overwhelmed, when you feel like you can't get something done. And it really starts with, again, stirring yourself up by, again, Talking positively, I'm not talking about just positive thinking, if you will, but I'm talking about by feeding yourself those positive deposits every day throughout the day, constantly, you know, talking to yourself and telling yourself, that you are better than what someone else may have, uh, you know, ascribed to you. You don't have to live down to one's expectations. And anyone knows me, I love the CPT. I'm from Compton. I don't ever, ever try to hide that. I have a band that I've been wearing on my right hand for years and it says Compton on it. And it is a great talking piece from the airport to the Uh, a barbershop to the grocery store to the ATM, whatever people ask me, you know, hey, what's up with that Compton thing? That's where I'm from. And, you know, Compton, unfortunately, doesn't always get a good rap, but there's a whole lot of good that has come out of Compton. So stir yourself up about, uh, you know, what's going on with you. Uh, Lena Horne once said in the movie The Wiz, I love the movie The Wiz, the one with Michael Jackson, Diana Ross, Nipsey Russell, and Richard Pryor and all of those folks that were in there. And uh, she said something about like home, you know, home is not a place where you eat or sleep. Home is knowing, knowing your heart, knowing your mind, knowing your courage. If you know yourself, then you're always home anywhere. And so thusly, we have to sometimes be our biggest cheerleaders. Sometimes we have to uh, pat ourselves on the back. We got to let ourselves know that, all right, the next the next uh, shot, you know, it's going to fall and it's going gonna, it's gonna to be real good. So so again. During times of uncertainty, you know, when you're challenged with, you know, trying to get through certainty uh, during times of uncertainty. One, as I said, you got to stand up for yourself. Two, you got to shake up. Three, you got to stir up. And then fourth, you got to speak up. Got to speak up You got to say something You got to talk to someone You got to have someone That you can bounce your ideals off And and uh, he or she will not uh, evaluate you Will not judge you Will not tell you you cray cray uh, Will tell you to go sit down But will come alongside you And if need be Will positively and judiciously And tactfully correct you To the right course But the main thing is that Gotta speak up. Gotta say something. You might be on a job right now, and uh, they have you doing forty things, but they only paying you one—you know, one person's wages—and uh, you, you don't feel good about that. Find someone in that company whom you can talk to, who can help to advocate uh, for you. You might be on a sports team, and you might be the best team there, but the coach, for whatever reason, just doesn't like you, and they're gonna let you know that I'm—I'm—I'm I'm, I'm the one that's calling the shots, and you're not gonna get on that field that or whatever until find someone that you can talk to and you can uh, tell them about what's going on and have that conversation mediate a situation between you and the coach or it might be someone in your family you know that is stepping all over you and, and ain't treating you right and and so forth and again find someone that you can talk to And tell them about uh, what's going on. Practice what you want to say. So when you do say it, you can speak up with confidence and knowing the fact that, hey, you know what? I got this off my chest. I feel good about it. And sometimes it doesn't change the outcome, but at least you know you have had an opportunity to talk about those things. You know, it's important again uh, to speak up. You know, there's a time to be silent. And then there's a time to speak up, and especially when someone is, is trying to run amok on you and trying to do all kind of things and trying to keep you uncertain during times of, uh, you know, when you're looking for certainty during times of uncertainty, it's important to be able to speak up. It's important to say something. I was looking at um, Netflix, and if you have Netflix, there's an interesting documentary on it. It's called um, Malice at the Palace, and it goes back to a game between uh, the Indiana Pacers and the De- Detroit Pistons in 2004. And some of you may remember uh, Metaworld World Peace, His former name was Ron Artest. And I got into it with the fan. And what they do, they take you behind the scenes as to what really happened, what really precipitated, what caused that fight with Ron Artest and several Indiana players, Steven Jackson and Jermaine O'Neill, just to mention a few of them, that got caught up in that and it really impacted them. But the reason why I'm telling that story is that I, I admire. Meta World Peace. Meta was talking about his challenges with mental illnesses, namely depression and anxiety. Depression, you know, things may have happened bad in the past and being anxious about the future. He was very upfront about it. And he was talking about some of the tips and the things that he was trying to do to manage or mitigate uh, his situation. You know, and that's that's why he was lying on the scorer's table. You know, I was wondering, what is this dude doing? He's laying down there. And he said he was counting to five. He had a psychiatrist that traveled with him and told him to use those twos. And so somebody essentially threw beer on him while he was laying down. And the rest was history. But what's the moral of the story? He spoke up about what he felt and what he was dealing with. And thusly, I think it opened up the floodgates for other entertainers, athletes, and uh, prominent people to talk about their struggles with the mental health. So again, we're talking about certainty during times of uncertainty. And one, I admonish you, encourage you to stand up. Two, I told you to shake things up. Three, I told you to stir things up. Fourth, I told you to speak up. And lastly, I was going to tell you is to shut up. <laughs> yes, shut up. I know that's not rude. Mama would slap my face on my head for Boy, and then Boy, you, you know, you didn't say that on the airwaves. But I said that to say this. Sometimes you got to drown out the negative noise. You got to drown out the haters. You got to drown out the naysayers. And you have to sometimes just, you know, let some folks go. There are some people you know that that just don't mean us any good straight up. and you know I, I said this all I've said this all the time, but there are two types of people. there are some people that bring joy wherever they go while there are others who bring joy whenever they go. And so you get the point. You don't ever want to be in the latter category, the whenever, folks. Okay, all right, folks, all right, it is gone now, and we can have a good time. And so there are people that, you know, they, they, they like to, you know, cast, throw shade. They like to, uh, you know, bring in all of the negative things. And sometimes uh, even social media. we, uh, Ladies and gentlemen, sometimes we just have to turn off. Our social media feeds, we need to just let stuff go because that stuff gets in your spirit, gets in your heart, gets in, you know, and it all starts with a thought. It begins with a thought, and then the thought leads to our actions, and then the next thing we find ourselves overwhelmed with things. So, again, it's important to just sometimes just shut up. As much as your boy Ed Robinson loves to talk, believe it or not, there's sometimes I just shut up. I just try to quiet my mind. I try to do what my buddy Walter told me to do about three or four years ago. He says, that I just want you to listen to your voice. This week, your challenge, yet is to listen to your voice. In other words, what he was saying is I want you to hear yourself breathe, hear your breath. And I got to tell you, I was so busy, man. I was, I was running hard. And it was probably like day two, two and a half or so that I finally sat down. And I said, I'm just going to close my eyes and I'm going to listen to myself breathe. I'm going to listen to my breath. And it was amazing that, wow, you know, that we run so far fast and we get on this miracle round, this cycle of negativity, and it beats us up. So, again, sometimes we just have to, again, just shut It is okay to shut up. It's okay to sometimes if you have to sit in your car for one or two minutes or so before you go into a meeting, before you go into the house, before you go into wherever it is sometime, just collect your thoughts. So that's what I want you to consider. It's a very daunting time, but it's a good time also. And I believe that even in the pandemic, we have an opportunities, there are opportunities that are abound, there are opportunities that are all around us, but we just have to open up our eyes. And when we're dealing with those moments of uncertainty during uncertain times, just again, keep talking to yourself, let yourself know that, you know, I'm special and to know that say to yourself, I have another day, you know. I have another access to 86,400 seconds. That's how many seconds are in the day. And so making what can I do to make the most of the situation that I have before me? How can I help someone else? How can I make someone else feel special? And I have found over the years, long years of my life, that when I help people, it's really therapeutic for me my late brother raymond asked me one day dude i said you do a lot of things for a lot of people and what's really going on i said you know man believe it believe it or not raymond it's it's therapeutic for me and he looked at me like really i said no it's really therapeutic for me because as i help people i am less inclined to mope and to be concerned about woe is me and that type of thing so that's what I, I try to do. So again, in summation, uh, there are there is an opportunity for certainty during uncertain uh, times of uncertainty. One by standing up and by saying, being like Popeye. You know, Popeye would say it. Popeye was my main philosopher. Popeye said, "I could stands, s t a n z, no mo, no." Mo mo and I can't stand no more. I can stand all I can stand, and I can't stand no more. Sometimes you gotta stand up. Sometimes you gotta shake things up like that etch a sketch. Just kind of shake things up. Sometimes you gotta stir things up. Talk to yourself and fire yourself up. And then there's times where you have to speak up. Just speak up and say to yourself, you know, like man, I'm I I I got this. I'm I'm, I'm gonna be all right. And then shut up. Set up all the negativity, all of the crazy noise, all of the people that's around you, and just stop it and say, you know what? I'm going to take a time out and then I'm going to get back together. So here's our coachable moment for this episode. I want you to ask yourself in what area or areas of your life are you most uncertain? Ask yourself, in what area or areas of your life are you most uncertain? And then ask, who can I contact to walk with me on this path of uncertainty? Then ask, who can I contact to walk with me on this path of uncertainty? You can certainly do it. And so uh, find a song, find a poem, find something that will encourage you and just kind of keep you going. And, you know, you, you've you heard me say it, and I'll say it again even right now. And I recite this poem to myself every day and have been doing it for uh, close to 30 years now. And it's just simply entitled, If You Think. It says, If you think you're beaten, you are. If you think you dare not, you don't. If you like to win but think you can't, it's almost a sense you won't. If you think you'll lose, you're lost. For out in the world we find success begins with the person's will. Life's battles don't always go to the stronger or faster person, but soon or late, the person who wins wins. Is the one who thinks they can and every day ladies and gentlemen i say that to myself just to stand up shake up stir up speak up and to shut up as to what's going on so i'm very grateful for my production crew that has been helping me out austin roach and Uh, Nicole Robinson and Dr. Danny Robinson has been helping me with other things uh, regarding it. I'm very grateful for them. The Deep End uh, with Ed is a uh, Beyond the Mask Conversations production. So I thank you very much and look forward to Seeing you on the next episode, I ask that you would just share uh, this episode uh, with your friends and families and co-workers and neighbors. It's all about inspiration, encouragement, overcoming obstacles and odds. And time to time, we'll have uh, individuals in the studio with me where we'll do interviews and share, share their stories. But in the meantime, do share it with someone else. You can uh, follow us on Facebook or the gram, Instagram, at Deep In With Ed. Thank you and God bless.